0: Hello and welcome to episode 2 of Spraffcast with me, Mark Allen, and uh, my special guest, Eli Silverman. Hello, Eli. Hi, Marky. Uh, that was nice and cheesy there. That was a good introduction. I like to see that. Thank you. Um, I just want to point out to anybody listening to this that the name Eli Silverman, the name of uh, my, my guest here, is not actually made up. It's not a stage name. It's his actual name. Um, Eli, what were your parents thinking? My dad married a Christian and he's a Jew. Right, so what? And that was a compromise. Eli was a well. He felt guilty so for he, what? For marrying a Christian? Well, yeah. Or for the sins of killing well, Jesus? Well, <laughs> I'm not. You know, I'm not trying to pin that on the whole. No, of Jesus, I don't think it was the sins of killing know, Jesus. It he was. He felt so guilty. He called you Eli. He called me. He thought up the most Jewish name he could possibly imagine, which was why my name for guilty. Why, why was he guilty? I don't get. Because he married a shiksa. <laughs> A Shiksa. do not that's that's the, the right type word. Of kebab? No. <laughs> he married a Shiksa. A Shiksa. And he married a Gentile. So he gave you the most Jewish name he possibly could to make up for the fact. And your other brother's Jacob. No, I'm Jacob. I'm oh, Eli e- Jacob. Oh, he went double whammy yeah, on you. He man. went triple Jew threat. It, what? What was <laughs> Eli Jacob Silverman? Yes. And yet you are the least Jewish person I know. I think. Well, in the way that you love pork. I, I love a bit of bacon. Yep. I never have any money. No, that's also true. Waste cheap. my money you on you. You are stuff. the anti-Jew. You have rebelled against your Jewish lineage. Yes. And uh, it's very commendable. Sprof, spraff, 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 spray sprafcast, spraff, spray, sprout, spray, spraff, spraff, spraff cast, spray, spraff, spray, sprout, cast, spraff, spray, cast. Oh, sorry. So yes, anyway, uh, w- welcome to the Um, Spraffcast. Oh, interestingly enough, um, Spraffcast last week was made up uh, on the spur of a moment as a name for this podcast, and just out of interest, I decided to see what the word spraff means. Um, Tell us what it means. Well, I looked on Google, right, Um, to see if the word actually exists, because it might mean, like, utterly shite or something, in which case... I might consider renaming it. But, it could um, be ancient Hebrew for bad podcast. Yeah, exactly. It, so um, I looked up, and weirdly, right, this is what spraff actually means. Uh, from the Urban Dictionary, this is actually you know it's not an actual word, but it's, it's generally kind of slang. Yeah, uh, spraff is to carry on talking about an unnecessary topic for a length and space of time. Well, that's pretty much exactly what we do. It also says a spraff is a derogatory term for someone who talks to someone just for one thing, usually money or some form of drug. The third uh, definition for spraff is noise made when a lemon impacts an eye socket at high velocity. So maybe we could use that as a jingle. Actually, I do have a lemon downstairs. Yes. And you have an eye socket. I have two, which I love (laughs) dearly, both of them. Well, maybe we'll do that later on. Okay. We'll, we'll get the actual sound of a lemon hitting an eye socket. Okay. See, see how I'm goes. I'm game, I'm game for some Does it go Spraff. No, it goes Spraff. Spraff. No, it doesn't do that one. <laughs> that that but, sounds like but, Toto. Spraff. spraff. <laughs> anyway, so yes, I think we're going to stick with Spraffcast. That's okay, it. It's we, great. Are, we are sticking with, uh, with the name Spraffcast. Great um, to be on the Spraffcast. Uh, yeah, it's great to have you here. Thank uh, you. What has happened since the last Spraffcast is that I've been stricken with ill i've been feeling horrible is it man flu no it's more than that it's proper like it's been for two weeks yeah you know because when i'm ill i think fair enough i will just sort of subscribe to this illness for about a week i reckon at most that's at the very most a week is acceptable and after that we can all go about our business it's not a problem yeah i've had this for two weeks and it's still in me as you can hear um and it's just fucking annoying and and the the other thing is that everyone else has got it as well. So you don't have yeah. any sympathy. You know, so, it's not, oh, I'm ill. Oh, well, I've got it yeah. worse than you. Well, I hate to sort of live up to that, but, but you've had it. For, I yeah. For longer. So, I mean, on the last uh, time we were here, yeah, I said I was getting over something. That was just the end of the first act, and you still had it. It 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 receded and then came back. Do you again. know what? I think you infected me at the last podcast. The last broadcast. I think if we hear back, you will hear. The germs crawling out of your ridiculous face and into my throat. Probably mid-sentence. I'm going to listen to the very moment that I succumb to that piece of Eli germ. The germ spraffed your nose? It spraffed right up my nose. Hey dude, have you heard the spraffcast? My word, that is abundantly gnarly. (laughs) Awesome. So yes, we've got uh, the usual features. Uh, When I say feature, by the way, I think I should make it clear... It's really just little punctuations through the podcast t- to make it sound less like a conversation. It is essentially just a conversation between me and Eli. Uh, but if we call this bit of a conversation a feature, then it, it makes it sound more acceptable and uh, slightly more exciting. Yes. So this particular feature is going to be called... What, what is this one going to be called? Oh, I've got a new feature. It's called I'm- The Elephant in the Room. All right, we talked about this briefly last week and didn't embellish any further, but I like it. I think this is the time where we get to say something that everyone's noticed, but no one's actually said. Um, so the elephant in the room um, that I want to talk about is, um, you know, that, that people are mourning the sad demise of Woolworths. Yes. Um, you know, after how many I see, years? I can, how many I can years see you going with The elephant in the room here is that not one person has mentioned that Woolworths is gash. <laughs> Walworths was so bad, man. The amount of times I thought to myself, oh, I'll just get that thing from Warworth And I went to Walworths and they didn't have it. Yeah. And I was always let down. There was one thing worth buying in Wars and that was pick and mix. And you can get that anywhere else. Not only did they not have what you were looking for, some surly little twat of an assistant would be unhelpful about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So I know, it pisses I'm... you off. It pisses you off on two counts. Right? Did you go into Walworths when it was closing down? yeah. It was depressing, wasn't it? Yeah, It was like people ransacking a dead relative's house you know to, yeah. to see what they could salvage, not even but, a relative but, they liked, like, but very with, much. That, with a lack of respect. Yeah. Oh, yeah it was they hated so got, the relative it was a yeah. third aunt who yeah. always used to fart at weddings and shit yeah they hated her so they'd pick her stuff up and go through it and if they didn't like it they wouldn't put it back neatly they'd just throw it on the they floor they'd discard it it was, it was horrible people just kind of and, and it was finally when you got to the bottom when, when like the veneer had been taken away and you could see Woolworths for what it really was. <laughs> it was nothing on the shelves in fact not even shelves I mean, yeah. people had them away as well people were buying shelves they were 20 people too they were just two. like all this stuff is like how on earth did they have this? You know, there was like a calendar from 2004. I saw he's like, Of course, no one's bought this. That's like four years old, five years old, actually. Um, yeah, but Tamsin, right? My, my girlfriend bought something from Walworth. She was very excited. She came back to show me. Uh, I swear to god, this is true. She bought elephant shit a little box of elephant shit. In fact, is this here? here? Yeah, this is elephant shit Uh-oh. in a box, right? <laughs> from the Natural History Museum from Woolworths she bought shit in a box elephant poo in a box when
1: when you're stocking the shelves
0: for Woolworths when you're deciding what to buy to offer your consumers if you ever at any point consider selling them shit in a box alarm bells should be ringing (laughs) you know there's no way you should should at that point go "I, I think we should probably just wrap up now. Let's just turn the lights off and go home because I've just bought a big load of shit in a box. Um, not just elephant shit, though. Here's another one. Um, she wants two. Rhino shit in a box as well. Yeah, uh, literally. Yeah, but look, I've looked in there. I've looked at the elephant shit. It's just a, It looks like coffee, like a little baggie of coffee. Yeah, but I'm looking at the rhino shit here now. There's no difference. There's no discernible difference in colour. Does it matter? It's shit. Shit is shit. Yeah, but if I really? buy shit in a... What? Are you just... Is that hash? Is that another little shit? No, Yeah, I'm sure they were packing it with hash. No, it That's looks like r- it though. I think it's a seed it's, of some description. It's a You're mini... supposed to, you know... I'll grow something. What they should have done right at the end is go, well, we're out of everything else, so I'll shit in a box. <laughs> <laughs> have my shit in a box. I'll give it to you for a quid. In fact, no, if you don't, if I'll just shit in your hand, how's that? <laughs> Open your pocket, I'll shit in there. And uh, that's why Wolf is is gone down yeah. the pan. Literally. Yeah. And I, for one, am thankful for that. Hey you, why not treat yourself? Simply turn the lights down low and settle down for a nice, hot spraff. Ooh, luscious. This is a... Uh, Mark and Eli's Catch Up, uh, a feature where we basically catch up on stuff that we might not have told each other in the last couple of weeks since our last podcast. Um, something happened to me. What recently. happened, Mark? I was going home on a night bus. Now, normally, night buses are fairly lairy, aren't they? Um, on a Friday or something. So I got on the bottom. It was uh, it was a Friday night. Oh, yeah. Yep. You expect a lair factor. Yeah. yeah, you expect a good amount of layerage um so i sat on the bottom but the guy behind me in front of me just turned around and started speaking to me now i had my headphones on which i would uh, assume is the automatic sign for people to not talk to you it's a universal language isn't it? it's like i'm not particularly interested in conversation you know if i'd had like an ear trumpet that might have been a sign that i wanted to be spoken to but as it was, he just ignored that and came straight right out with it. So I thought it must have been something really important. Yeah. Um, and what he decided to tell me was that the driver was going too fast. It was like the driver's going too fast, isn't he? This is, this is way too quickly. I was like, not particularly. See, no. at that moment, my alarm bells, insanity, nutcase alarm bells just go off. Yeah. Was he old? No, he was sort of a, He looked fairly normal as well. This is the odd thing. He looked like sort of an accountant, sort of a fairly well groomed, um, middle aged, right. um, but slightly concerned by the driver's speed. Um, to the point that he actually got up at one, one moment and went over to. I thought he was going to speak to the driver. No, he wasn't brave enough for that. <laughs> what he did was he looked over the driver's shoulder to see exactly what speed he was driving. And then he came back to me to tell me. He went, he's driving 36 miles an hour. He's driving 36. Right now, 36 miles an hour is not that quick. No. Right? But he was going, and this is genuinely what he said. He says he's driving 36 miles an hour. Now, even allowing for a 10% margin of error, that is still over the speed limit. He'd gone proper, like, yeah. he got a spreadsheet out. he did done pie charts and stuff to work out quite how illegal this driving was. And it was like, I didn't know what to say. Because it's a night bus. If anything, you want him to drive quicker so you can get off it as soon as you humanly can. And he was really, really overly concerned. Well, it's irrational, isn't it? It, Well, no, but you say that. It was quite logical because allowing for that 10% margin of error, that takes it to 33 miles an hour, which is technically above the 30 mile an hour speed limit. So he'd done his research. Oh, he's saying even if I'm wrong, yeah, no. Even if like, I'm, 10%. I'm giving that guy the benefit of the doubt to the tune of ten percent, anything more than that is taking the piss. He sounds like a complete job. Get up too much heavy liquorage over the festive period. Yeah, I really did. Yeah, yeah. Just this weekend, actually, as well with yeah. it. Just this weekend, went away for the weekend with a load of mates to a cottage.
1: Um, oh, we dear. do it
0: every year and it's just unprecedented drinking like drinking games i never played drinking yeah, games oh no forget but that we were playing drinking games with proper budget booze as well someone someone went that's all right i'll do the booze run we'll chip in at the end okay yeah that's fine in principle and then he, spent and then 15 15 then he brings P. yeah <laughs> brings back happy shopper alcohol oh. and all of a sudden you're feeling horrible that is you know the morning after you are fully regretful is it like Glenn's Vodka? I don't even Have think Have you heard Glenn. of Glenn's Vodka? Yep. Yeah, of course. It's brewed in Scotland. I mean, if you were going to choose... I you a... to buy a guy called Glenn. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> it's a Scottish vodka. name, but I, d- I personally... Marion's not... Rum. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want to buy vodka off a guy called Glenn. You wouldn't want some guy... No, who... if he hadn't bottled it. If he just turned up with a cup of it, and went, I've made some vodka. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Quid. Glenn, you're, you're, you're Scottish. No, Glenn. Glen's Glen's wrong. Is it Russians who make vodka? Yeah. If it was Dimitri's vodka, maybe ah, that's it. Yeah. Well, Vladimir. Be, oh. There Bla- is. There Vladimir is a Vladimir. 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 And, Vladimir. and it's, a, it's considered better than Glenn's. Uh Piss in a hole in the ground is considered better than Glens. Yeah, that is. Do you know what Glens has written on the cap? No. Glens. The exciting vodka. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. If excitement is waking up in a police cell, yeah, bring me some of that. Yeah. Pour me some excitement. It's so cynical, the way they've put it on the cap, so it's at the moment you're just about to taste yeah, it. Yeah, it's so like, you're... oh, feel the excitement. Yeah. But feel... well, that tastes like shit. No, it doesn't. I've just read that. It tastes exciting. That's the taste yeah. of excitement. Yeah, feel the vodka shenanigans brewing inside <laughs> you. It's going to happen. It's exciting. Seriously, man. I'm pretty sure the plague was exciting, but not for the right reason. Exactly. I don't want to be excited all the time. No. Excitement, you know, leads to stress. No. It's not a sipping vodka, is it? No. No. It's a glugging and then regurgitating (laughs) vodka. Yeah. Has some anonymous stranger got right up your nose lately? Why not let them know with Lonely Hates? Next up, we've got what is fast becoming my favourite feature. This is the Lonely Hates feature um where we talk about not somebody that we've seen in public life who we want to go out with and invite for a coffee it's someone that we wish to vent our spleen on someone we, we want to um completely get rid of all of our anger you know those people in everyday life that really wind you up well this is the moment to get back at them um anonymously because i'm a coward uh so this is lonely hates You, middle-aged lady, lots of makeup, looking quite harried, walked onto a northbound Victoria line train at around about quarter past nine this morning with an umbrella. It hadn't been raining, so I'm not sure what the umbrella was doing up in the first place, but for some reason you couldn't close the umbrella. So what you did is you abandoned it on the chair next to me while you sat the other side of the umbrella. Now, repeatedly, uh, as you know, the umbrella kept falling on the floor throughout the journey. You kept picking it up and putting it back on there. Only as far as Victoria. Because when people got on at Victoria, there was one seat available. That seat was holding your umbrella. But at no point did you acknowledge that that umbrella was yours. You abandoned that umbrella right there at Victoria Station. You refused to pick it up. You let some poor guy have to balance it behind his head as he was travelling to work, probably already a little bit depressed by his job, and all of a sudden he's got this, this umbrella knocking into the back of him because you're too selfish to close it yourself, and you've just abandoned it to the fates. All right, then you got off. Then she got off. She just abandoned it, and she left it there. It's like, oh, right, just, just bring your detritus and leave it on public transport. Fuck it. Let's all go and get our fridges and abandon them there as well. See how you like it. You stupid, selfish bitch. I hope it rains on your stupid head. I knew she was going to leave it. And I kept thinking, I know you're going to fucking leave this. And now I'm going to say something. I'm going to maybe go, oh, it's your umbrella. Yeah. But I didn't. I feel really Perhaps bad that's about a that. small talk problem coming in. It's again. nothing to do with small talk. It's to do with... Um, Direct talk. It, it's to do with me imposing myself on the in world in that situation. Um, I tend to shrink away, like I did with the man on the bus. I should have taken him to task as well. I should have said, look, mate, just calm down. Shut up. This is what I need to do. Yeah. I well, need you, to start you, policing yeah. public transport. I told you about that la- old lady, didn't I? Yeah. We need to Which start. I shouted at. We need to start... That was on the first one, wasn't right, it? Right, that's it. I'm policing public transport now. I well, don't that's know. the, the There's guardian by the, by, Yeah, I'm going to be a guardian angel, but not wear that stupid hat. It's broadcast. It's broadcast. It's broadcast. Okay, so now... um. We come to another section of the show. This is um, a section inspired by um, some podcasts where, where the, the hosts will deliberately belittle and berate their guests and make them look small in, in as a form of amusement, really. But I find it kind of grating. I don't know. I just find it a bit weird to be so mean-spirited on a podcast and go, ha, ha, that's hilarious. We call our mate a cunt. But it is quite funny. And... Um, I think maybe we can tap into this. Now, like I explained last time, I find it very difficult to behave like this. Um, so I have to sort of wing it and, and put aside a moment of time. So this is the Berate the Guest segment. Now, the problem was, I listened back to the last Berate the Guest segment. It wasn't great. Yeah, I don't know if you heard me back, man. I couldn't bring myself it to do It wasn't very angry. No, it wasn't. I called you stupid about three yeah. times in a row stupid. because I couldn't think of anything worse to say and and I felt you know hit, I do have issues with it so what I've done this time is I've written a few down so that it can flow more properly okay. now I've gone for different types because I, I don't know which sort of beration uh, works the best so I'm going to try out a few of them first of all we'll go for the direct berating of you so I will shout a couple of things out so just say a sentence hey Mark uh, how have you been dick you're such a dick believe Dick. So there's that one. So Mark, do you... Cock! You're a cock! Well, I was You're just, trying to... I was cock, just cock, trying to... Cock, cock, cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one works. That one quite works as well. I prefer it when it's Dick. scripted. It's much easier when it's scripted. Okay. Right, okay. So um, then I went for a couple of similes as well. You know, so I'd, I'd really get to, you know, kind of a bit of a personal diss. All right. So, um... Oh, let me try these out. You don't need to speak for these ones. Uh, okay. First of all, your legs are shorter than a Spaniard's workday. <laughs> That's yeah, and I am. Your morals are slacker than a hooker's sphincter. Yeah. Okay. Now I've gone for some obscure ones. You are as pleasant as a twisted ovary. And uh, my f- final one is, you smell like a wet owl. <laughs> You can, we do? You can berate me if you want. You try this. You get a bit off your test now, so um, feel free to jump in whenever you like. I'll continue talking, maybe about your hair, That's dick, Mark, yeah. dick. You are dicking right out. With... <laughs> <laughs> I'm dicking out. Yeah. It's not as easy as it sounds, is it? No. <laughs> Right, come on, I'll keep going. I'll oh, keep take, I'll oh, take what, what you got. Yeah, have you got something to say? No, because you're, you're an idiot. Blah, 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 all the bloody time. It's a blah, you know, with some fucking meaningless little fact. Knobjoy. It's my... Knobshleroy. It's just my podcast. You're a Mulligan's granny. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of darts lately. Oh. There's been a lot of darts on. Have you noticed this? Yeah. It's brilliant. Well, it's Barry darts. Hearn. Fucking brilliant. Barry Hearn, the famous... Uh, Boxing promoter? What? And snooker promoter. Yeah. He, he took snooker to a whole new television audience in the late 70s and 80s, didn't he? He's done well. And now, he's, like he's behind the whole darts I find, explosion. I find it strangely hypnotic watching... Fat balding men throwing arrows at a bit of cork. I just can't. It's not get cork. It. I don't be pedantic if anyone's thinking it's not cork. I know that. I just. Is it not cork? No. Some kind of mesh. It's a, it's <laughs> I don't a, know what it, it's it is. It's a polymer. It's some kind of. Uh... It's it, undoubtedly. I don't like it. What's so exciting about it? I don't know. I think, you know, you know why I think I like it deep down? Why? Because it's a little window into the working class world that you can look at without feeling guilty. I think that's why so many people watch it. It's like, look at those people. Look, he's fat and ugly and some kind of sports star. And they're going crazy. Look at his old dirty slag of a mom wearing rabbit ears yeah. that glow in the dark. And cheering, yawping for her only son. Because he's just throwing some. <laughs> That's dance, what you think, you, you think know. It's like... And people like to watch it, not for any sporting reason, Fuck class that. voyeurism. Yeah, yeah. I think it genuinely is because I get a guilty thrill out of watching these fucking horrible people getting pissed on carling and shouting abuse for some Dutchman on the fucking hockey. Right, I see. I see the appeal now. You're, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it so because let's face it, how many people would actually go to a darts match? Can you imagine how bad that would be? Like, to watch, brilliant. Oh, look at them. They're all really uncouth. Can you imagine being yeah. in the middle of a darts match? Like, I'm not belittling people who watch darts. They, you know, they seem to want to have a good time and they'll get pissed and shout because it's a sport. But I think the reason that it's popular on television is because middle class people could spy on the working class without having to soil themselves by being in their environs. That's quite a weighty theory. It was. I've just come up with that on the hoof. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Brafans. Small talk update. Now, last episode, I uh, I spoke candidly about my inability to do any kind of small talk. I'm really bad at, at sort of engaging people in light conversation. Indeed you are, Mark. Yeah. Um... So what I decided to do was to tackle that. And I, I set myself a mission last episode um, where I had to speak to the guy at my local off-licence. Um, I, I've shopped there for, we established Okay, can we just months. establish what your mission actually was? M- it was... My mission was to go in there and to find out what he drank. What and he I think to where he was from. But that was aside. It was. No, pre- you're just trying to predomin- put that in now. You're right, yeah. Predominantly. You're trying to win this. All oh, the looking- little subconscious <sighs> competitive aspect. Your challenge, <laughs> As we it, both know full well, was simply. To find out what he drinks. Thank you. So. Have you succeeded or failed on that? Let's just get that out of the way. On that, I've been unsuccessful okay. in that I don't know what he drinks. I'm still. However. I counted this trip as a major triumph. I, a I recorded it. I recorded what happened. Right, I'm going in. Right, I'm going in. This is me, undercover. cover. Hi, mate. Right, I said hello. You said hello. He now. said hello back. But I've gone straight for the beers. No lingering. Hear me getting the beers? Clanky, clanky. I start whistling to be all casual. Yeah, that's not working. That's not small talk. No, but I'm just trying to say I'm, I'm at ease. Yeah? Right now, he's talking to another customer. That's a Grenadian song, he said. Was there music? I spotted my chance. I'm in. Is that where you're from? Is that where you're from? See, so I laughed at his god. No idea what he said. <laughs> he laughed though. So I asked him about his family in Grenada. He's talking to me, and at all this point, I'm thinking he's speaking to me. He's speaking to me. It's working. What's he saying? He's talking about his, his aunt lives in, uh, in uh, Grenada, and he goes out there. And I asked him if he went over there at Christmas, and he said no. And then I asked about the weather. Did you? Get that in. That was textbook. Asked about the weather.
1: And he's talking at this point about going over there in March. And he says the weather's,
0: doesn't matter what the weather's like. It's always better than here. And then I said goodbye. Now that is quite, that there is one minute, 38 seconds of banter with a guy that I have barely said two words to for the last 18 months you've made the breakthrough there admittedly I didn't find out what he drank I found out his family were from Grenada he didn't spend Christmas there he's going there in March Um, and 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 the weather's nice in Grenada. yes it is a breakthrough I feel you have made a breakthrough there and it was very small talky in fact can I show you how much of a breakthrough I made when I finished leaving this is actually I made a little note to myself when I left the off licence this is what I said to myself You can actually hear me smiling as I'm saying that. That was how chuffed I was with myself. Yes. But, you, you kind of ignored it at that point that you hadn't actually, you got there, you got there, you're talking to him, then you should have remembered your challenge. Thing is that I wasn't at ease at any point. You know, it, yeah. it might have sounded like it was, but I was panicking. I was thinking, what if he rumbles me for a start? Um, <laughs> obviously, he wasn't going to say, are you recording this for a podcast? That would be the last thing on his mind. But at one point, he said, have you been to Grenada? And I said, no. And he said, why do you ask then? Did he? Yeah. As if he knew, you know, he, 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 he did, did He did say that. And I went, oh, you know, just heard you saying you were Grenada oh. song. Ooh, sidestep that one. Um, You're going to start freaking this guy out, man. Yeah, I'm going to. I already do, I think. Anyway, I think he, he did sound slightly concerned in his responses. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push that advantage now. I am really want you to find out if you can find out what he likes to drink. Alright, that's okay. Next week, that's yeah. what I've got to do for the next time we, we meet. Yeah. And then every time you've got to give me something else. <laughs> another thing I have to find out about him. Does it have to be him? No, it's got to be different strangers. Yeah. Because but... otherwise, that's not small talk. I'm making a friend, which is actually defeats the purpose of small talk. Okay, you just have to find out what a stranger likes to drink. And not by in a bar just seeing them. Right. Why? Well, what stops someone in the street? Right, what do it? you drink? Well you have to that's I'm good, not buying it uh, That would be small talk of a high level if you could really? small talk your way into that But he wouldn't tell me Who would tell you that? Yeah tramp less yeah. If you're buying Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what that, That's what a good impression of it, a, a tramp Probably what a tramp actually, would yeah. say It's likely um, So okay go, Next week I will go back to The Man in the Shop. Yes. And I will see... Try it. Just try it. Don't get attacked. No, I don't think you'd attack me now. I think we, you know... You've bonded a bit. We've bonded a little bit there. I think that's fine. So that's what I'm going to find out for next week. Um, So, we've gone through most of the items on our agenda this evening. I think Uh, there is only one thing left. Oh, oh, first of all, actually, we were going to include another feature, uh, which we're going to call Poetry Slam. Poetry Slam. Poetry Slam. Poetry Slam. slam. Um, which is going to be basically, me and Eli will choose an, a random subject and we will um, both write a poem about it and we will slam down and see who, who is the best poet. Okay, so what will to write subject? about? Woolworths. Alright. A lament for Woolworths. A lament for Woolworths. Right. picture yourself delivering... This eulogy for Woolworths at a funeral, at Woolworths' funeral, you will stand up in front of the assembled shopkeepers and customers, 25 years, and they want you to sum up Woolworths with this eulogy. Okay. And that's what we're going to do. I'm there already. Right? Okay, that's good. So that's Poetry Slam. Look out for that next podcast. That is the end of uh, this this podcast, uh, episode two of Spravcast. Hope you enjoyed this one and enjoyed the the first one. We'll be doing these every couple of weeks, maybe two to no, let's say every month. And then if it's sooner than then, you'll have a pleasant surprise. Um, so yeah, thanks a lot for listening. Thank I've been you. Mark Allen. He's been Eli Silverman. This is a, a little podcast extra for anybody uh, still listening. Uh, I did say earlier on that we'd find out if the noise of a lemon being thrown at velocity at somebody's eye socket does actually make the sound spraff. I don't think it will, but I'm I'm willing to put my eye on the line. I have here nice fresh lemon. Yep, it's been chilled as well. That might ease the impact slightly. Well, probably hard. not actually. If you put it in the microwave? That might be quite comforting. Um, okay, uh, yeah, when I say velocity, <laughs> okay. you know, we can yeah. we can work it okay. out, uh, so we'll uh, my eye here. is over we'll over start. the microphone, we'll test, right? okay, I'm going to close them, and then we'll see if it makes a spraff sound. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> yeah. You've got to not make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> that was more on the cheek. That wasn't that. really a spraff sound, was it? That was... Right, we can do better than that, right? Just gotta drag him. Okay, so your right eye, yeah? Your left eye, your right eye. Yeah, Yeah, just don't tell me when it's going. Okay. (laughs) Again, again. that wasn't really fully in the socket. Oh, let me do it myself. I'm gonna spraff myself in the eye with a lemon. (laughs) (laughs) Let me try that again. That did sound like a spraff. Let's try again. Yeah, yeah, so I think Spraff is fairly accurate. Maybe a plap. plap, plap cast Plap, it's something like that. Um, but Spraff isn't a million miles away from the sound that a lemon uh, makes when it hits your eye at velocity. Just in case anyone else wanted to try that, you don't have to now. Thanks for listening.